one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What do you do when you find out your boyfriend was using you for drug money? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my seemingly low libido wife suddenly became insatiable and let slip that she always was like this before we met? How concerned should I be? A little background to preface how completely unexpected this is. My wife, 32-year-old female, and I, 30-year-old male, have been together six years and married for two. Our relationship is great and we are undoubtedly each other's soulmates. When we first started dating, we were all over each other but we didn't see each other that frequently, limiting hooking up to two to three times a week. I had slash have a demanding job and so we would only see each other on the weekends or maybe one day during the week. While I wouldn't say she's an overtly sexual person by any means, she's the most interested in it of any partner I've had. We didn't move in together until the new excitement and infatuation stage wore off, so even though we saw each other every day now, our frequency didn't really increase. Ever since we moved in together though, our frequency has been gradually declining for no discernible reason. Maybe that's typical, but there were no health changes or issues in our relationship that I can recall. It dwindled from two to three times per week to once every other month. There was a six month period where I'm not sure we hooked up more than once. It was primarily due to her lack of interest, but in an effort to cope with it, I admit I stopped expecting it and initiated far less. There was the occasional time where she wasn't into it and was clearly doing it to placate me, but most of the time we both enjoyed it and said we really should be doing it more, despite it getting worse and worse. It got so bad that we had a talk about it and agreed we needed to change something since we were both unhappy with the situation, but were otherwise on the same page. We discussed some reasons why it might be happening and came up with some solutions to help things along. I would say this improved the situation as we increased frequency to once a week. Not the same as before, but it was a huge improvement. About six months after we had a talk about increasing the amount we had and seeing a modest improvement from once every other month to once a week or so, my wife's libido inexplicably went through the roof. Completely out of the blue, she wanted it every day and not just every day but all the time. I feel like I have to explain the extent of this considering that in our entire relationship of almost a decade, I don't think we've ever done it more than 4-5 to days in a row and never twice in the same day, so apologies if it's TMI. My wife has never been someone to initiate very often and usually requires me initiating to get going. If we ever did it more than a few days in a row, she would need a break because she was too sore, and I didn't mind. But now she was texting me all day at work to rush home as soon as I could, which she never does. She was jumping on me the minute I walked through the door and wanting to go as many rounds as I could handle without any breaks. I couldn't go anymore. I would do other things for her until her body stopped cooperating and after all that she still seemed frustrated. We would go watch a show or something after and within an hour she would want it again. One day I had to work late and she told me she finished things herself three times while I was gone. 
fine by me, which she said she hasn't done the entire time we've been together. She was just insatiable. Her demeanor in the bedroom changed too. All of a sudden, she was way more aggressive, wanted it rough, which we've never done, new positions we've never tried, and several things she'd either said she didn't want to do anymore years ago, or were off the table from the start. As someone who is a fairly reserved person, she described herself as ravenous and feral. I can't reiterate enough how out of character this is, as she has never been like this. Naturally, we did address this. In the bewilderment of finding the person I was married to practically unrecognizable as she sat in front of me, I probably asked too many questions about information I didn't care to know, and given her current state, she was perhaps a bit too willing to offer it. Essentially, I learned that her libido has always been this high in every other relationship. As far as sharing our histories, we had only told each other our number and it was coincidentally exactly the same, so we left it at that. I guess I didn't realize what that meant was she was hooking up multiple times a day in most of her relationships, which we've maybe only done once that I can remember. She had a couple of long-term relationships, but between those, she had a few consistent friends with benefits, where they would go three to four times a day, but she would end things as soon as the guy wanted something serious. I guess I normally associate hypersexuality with promiscuity, but she said she wasn't interested in going home with lots of different guys, partly for safety concerns, but also because it was disappointing when they weren't up for what she wanted. To add insult to injury, all the new things we had been doing recently were commonplace before she met me, and she even liked the things that she told me were off-limits. Ouch. She expressed that no matter how many times she had hooked up in any relationship, it was never enough and from the outset of our relationship, we were just never hooking up as often. She was happy we spent more time getting to know each other, and what we had was good, so she had sort of resigned herself, double ouch, to that. I stopped short of asking what had changed after almost a decade with me, and she didn't seem to feel a need to explain it, so that's the advice I'm seeking. This has obviously gotten in my head a bit, as my entire perception of my wife's feelings about sex got turned on its head. I'm probably overthinking everything at this point, but you always hear about how big changes in your sex life can be an indication of infidelity, apparently starting or ending an affair. I don't think she would ever cheat, and even though she is objectively very attractive and gets hit on a lot, I've gotten no sense that she has ever entertained attention from other guys. At the same time, I never would have guessed she were an insatiable, hypersexual person her entire life either. I'm not sure if I'm more worried about my ability to keep up, or what is behind this sudden change. I guess my question is if and or how to broach this subject with my wife. I'm obviously not complaining about this, it's great, but so great that it's unsettling. We have pretty open communication about everything, but I'm afraid to mess this up by questioning it, or even worse by accusing her of something. It's just so out of the ordinary. If I were in OP's position, I think I would be feeling a bit conflicted too, because it seems like there was almost a secret identity that was being hidden all this time just to like placate our relationship. I mean, I would be willing to believe that things had just gotten to a point where it was comfortable, she felt more open, and really she's just ready to blossom in the bedroom. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think it also potentially could be a sign of some health thing, whether it's mental or physical. I don't really think it's too crazy of a notion to suggest that maybe something's going on to the point where if she's constantly like multiple times a day all throughout the day, it seems maybe a little excessive even for the highest of libido people. I mean, maybe she just got to the point where her natural libido is on the upswing. I guess long term she says it isn't out of character for her. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, My boyfriend, 45-year-old male, says he doesn't trust me, 37-year-old female, and thinks I'm lying to him. My boyfriend, 45-year-old male, and I, 37-year-old female, have been seeing each other for two and a half years. During couples therapy, he recently confronted me and said that I've lied to him several times and he no longer trusts me. As an important note, he is autistic. When I asked for details about what he felt I'd lied about, some of the instances were times when I'd said something figurative that he took literally. A frequent issue due to his autism, for example, I made a statement something like, my ex played video games all day and never spent time with the kids, and he feels that I'm lying because there was one time that my ex went on a family vacation with the kids and I, so clearly I'm lying about him never spending time with the kids. Instead of understanding the concept that I'm trying to share, he apparently dismisses it all as a lie over semantics. He also came to this conclusion without knowing that during the vacation, my ex had a tantrum and stormed off, leaving me alone with the kids for almost the entire time, so... Another time, I was figuring out the logistics for picking up dinner, and I said that my daughter didn't have dance class that evening, so I could be flexible with dinner timing. He took that to mean that class was not being held, and accused me of lying when he found out that we'd actually chosen to skip the class. I don't feel that my wording was specific either way, but the subject of the conversation was dinner timing, not the class, so I didn't feel that I needed to be super specific and detailed. He took that as a lie of omission. I felt I was just being succinct about the part of the conversation that was not the main focus. One of the other things was a misunderstanding where he thought I'd contradicted myself about something, but then realized that I was referring to two different situations. I attempted to explain myself about all of the above things, but I was extremely emotional and I don't know how much I was able to clarify. He at least seemed to accept that he was mistaken about this last misunderstanding. Since the conversation yesterday, I've barely been able to stop crying. We were friends for years and our relationship was built on me feeling like I could tell him things I couldn't tell anyone else. Now I'm looking back at every vulnerable thing I ever shared with him and wondering what else he thinks I'm lying about, or how I'm supposed to find verification so he'll believe me. I told him about my past trauma not being believed by the police, about an abusive ex. Now I wonder if he doesn't believe me about that either. 
He claims to love me. I can't comprehend how he was unable to extend me the benefit of the doubt that I'm not lying by default. I don't understand why he would jump to the conclusion that I'm lying instead of assuming there's a misunderstanding or asking for clarification. Where am I supposed to go from here? I thought I'd marry this man and now I have no idea how I'm going to continue the relationship at all in the face of him telling me that he doesn't trust me. Ultimately, I think if I were in OP's position, I would just be so exhausted and saddened and frustrated. I think you could try to do something like couples therapy and try to work through it. I think the bigger question starts to turn to, do you really think this is something that can be worked through? And is it something you want to work through? Ultimately, if this is too much for OP, which I completely understand it being so, can it be? Will it be? Is it salvageable? I mean, if you lose someone's trust, albeit not for very reasonable reasons at least you think so, it is pretty hard to get that trust back, right? This next story is, my wife's 40-year-old female family is treating us rather strangely. I, 45-year-old male, have been married to my wife for four years and we have a six-month-old daughter. My wife's family is treating us, my daughter, me, and my wife, very strangely when we try to get together. The latest example, we were supposed to stay with my wife's parents for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day this year. Today, 1221, we were informed that the plan is off and that we would be welcome starting on Xmas Day at 4.30pm. And not before, this was made clear to us. I'm having difficulty understanding why this wasn't communicated before today. It's now too late for us to plan something else with my friends or my family, far away. I asked for an explanation, and what we got from the grandmother was, well, if you all come to us, the grandfather will feel he's missing out when he sleeps. Even my wife couldn't make any sense of that answer. I'm also sad that the grandparents don't seem to want to hang out with their granddaughter on Xmas. And this is not a one-off. There were a lot of weird things like that over the years from the grandparents and the sister, but I didn't care much until my daughter was born. Any input on what could be happening? Is it normal social behavior? And maybe how to react in those moments, since I get hurt and upset? Now's the time to try to make the best out of this situation, and honestly, probably not even try to get too tripped up on this. Just try to salvage it, go get a tree last second, throw some decorations up, just have a little thing to yourself. Just understand they chose not to make you a priority, so make a tradition of your own. Our next story is, my boyfriend slept with another girl. Literally, he didn't hook up with her, but he slept in the same bed together, bodies touching in a tiny twin-sized bed. He, 19-year-old male, and I, 20-year-old female, have been together for about six months. He goes to college in another state but was in town visiting me for about a week. It was an amazing week and I finally said I love you to him for the first time. He's been saying it for a while but I wasn't ready yet. He was at my place until about 4am and then headed out to catch a flight back home. That night, he got home and we were texting about anything and everything like we usually do and he said he was in bed and made a joke that I should come on over. I tried to call him at that point but he declined. I asked why and he said because of his roommate. This struck me as odd because his roommate was still supposed to be out of town for Thanksgiving. I was still feeling a little weird but just played it off as asking him to send me a cute selfie before bed, where he proceeded to send me one of him fully clothed up against a wall. I replied, that's not bed, and he said, sure it is, and sent a photo of his feet on the bed. That's when I saw in the background that it wasn't his desk, it was his girl bestie's desk. 
I asked him whose it was three times and eventually had to say I knew whose it was before he admitted. At that point I was already upset because he had lied to me. Why was he over at her place at midnight after being awake for 24 hours anyway? We tracked each other. He was Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Was the one who initially suggested it, but I barely ever used it. I checked and sure enough, he was there. I was up all night checking to see if he was still there, and sure enough he was. This morning I told him I'd hope he'd had a nice sleepover which is when he proceeded to ignore me the entire day while posting photos with her. When he finally replied, it was snarky comments and him saying he didn't want to walk home five minutes away in the cold. He never even apologized even after I asked him to. This was so out of character for him. He's always been the sweetest guy and we haven't gone longer than six hours without talking since April. We had actually talked about adult men and women sleeping together platonically before, which I had said I didn't think was okay, especially if one or both of them were in a relationship. I don't care if he agreed or not, but he knew exactly how I stood on the situation and still did it anyway and lied to me about it. He swears nothing else happened, but after all of this, I don't know what to believe anymore. So what do I do? I don't want to stay with someone who cheated on me, but he's my best friend in the whole world. Do you think we can still stay friends? We have so many plans for the future. I am really skeptical, to be honest, to believe that there isn't anything more going on. Him saying, oh, well, I just didn't want to walk five minutes in the cold to my place and chose to sleep in the same bed next to his female friend. I mean, why was he even there in the first place, to be honest? And like OP said, he was up for 24 hours and was at her place. I really just don't believe that there wasn't more going on here, especially more than anything because he tried to hide it from op until op completely called them out on it if there was nothing to hide i feel like they should have owned that right if all it was was a totally platonic friendship and yes okay they were sharing the bed but they were just sleeping and that's it albeit weird wouldn't they have owned it if there was truly nothing to hide he wouldn't have gotten up and tried to hide against the wall or try to hide that he was sharing the bed I mean, it clearly shows that he knows he's doing something wrong. Our next story is, my 28-year-old female, husband, 29-year-old male, is attempting to finally change after asking him to for a year and a half. Should I continue to give him a chance or leave? So as the title says, my husband, 29-year-old male, and I, 28-year-old female, have not been in a great place for a while. We've been together for three years, married for a year and a half. For a year and a half since being married, I've been communicating to him that I'm lonely and I'm not happy in the relationship. Well, this past week was my birthday, and for the second year in a row, he's neglected his responsibilities. Finishing up schoolwork and prioritized video games and has been too busy finishing up schoolwork to do anything for my birthday. His excuse is always that he's a procrastinator and doesn't like homework. This was my last straw, and I lost it on him and told him I want separation to figure out if this relationship is what I want. Needless to say, 
He didn't leave the house and took sleeping in separate rooms as separation. It all just boiled over from months of bottling it up. For this week, he's been putting in more effort into the house and doing chores and homework and not playing games. For some context, I always have to ask him to do stuff around the house and he still doesn't do it. I feel like his mom and I'm tired of feeling that way. Now the problem for me is, I have mentally checked out. I still love him, but I'm not in love with him anymore. I've expressed this to him and explained to him that a year and a half of my feelings and needs being neglected destroyed me. I've lost myself. I don't feel genuine happiness. My mental load is so bad that I'm starting to feel like I'm going insane. So back to my dilemma. I'm torn between finally choosing me and leaving or giving him one final chance to show me he can change. Even though it's been a year and a half, what would you do? If it's gone that long and there's no real sign of improvement and, you know, there's small bits and periods where they'll do a little bit better and then they slip back to it, I really doubt that there's ever going to be any real, true change. The question ultimately becomes, is the relationship good enough that you can live with these kinds of things and these ups and downs? Or is it fundamentally a big enough issue that you want to find somebody else that can be better? I mean, if everything is really great beyond some small things like this, I don't know if you'd want to necessarily blow up a good thing that has some things you've got to work through. But if long term you're really just not going to be happy with this, then you probably want to focus on what will make you happy. Our next story is, should my fiancé, female 23, and I, male 23, get married without our families? My fiancé, female 23, and I, male 23, got engaged in October 2021 and began planning a wedding for June the following year. My future in-laws decided they wanted to pay for and plan the wedding without consulting us. That led to some fights between all parties involved and the wedding being cancelled. Since then, her mother has continually manipulated her and hurt her in a twisted attempt to control her life for the better. Two years have now passed and we can now afford to have a small wedding at our own expense. We want nothing then to get married but when the topic is broached, her mother has a medical issue that acts up and we're killing her. Both of us really want our families there but my fiancé has said on many occasions now she'd be fine just going to the courthouse. I just don't want either of us to look back and regret not having our families there when we've always dreamt of it. Her mother had a breakdown today going off on both of us and I'm struggling to not give in and say screw having family there. Has anyone else been in a similar situation? If so, what did you do? If you did get married without family, did you have regrets later? Thanks in advance. Well, I haven't been in any kind of similar situation, but I think there's really either two routes. You either do just go for the courthouse thing and get on with your marriage, or you somehow try to get through to your partner and get her to understand, let's just go forward with this. Clearly, they're just acting up for whatever reason and trying to ruin this experience. Let's go full force on having the wedding we want and not let her ruin it for us. Unless something crazy or drastic happens, I don't think they're just going to drop dead because you're having this wedding. Our next story is, I want to break up with the man I thought I'd end up marrying. I, 20-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, 22-year-old male, for three years. We live in different cities and now we're away from each other, and he's only expressed a desire to move in with me recently. For a little context, our relationship has always been kind of rocky. We used to fight all the time. He's broken up with me so many times I can't even count and even I will admit it's not been the healthiest of relationships. But I always thought that love could fix it all. We have quite literally grown up together, going from teenagers to young adults. When we met, 
I was in a really bad place mentally and I'll admit I've done my fair share of mistakes in this relationship, but I always thought he was the one for some reason. I forgave everything he's done to me blindly, things I'm sure others would not have forgotten. He has not ever been physically abusive towards me, but he has manipulated me into thinking everything he has done was my fault in the past. Now that we're older, he has started apologizing, but it's like something clicked in my mind. I resent him for the heartbreak he's put me through, for never standing up for me in front of his family and for not supporting me during my depression in the first year that we dated. I still love him and wish him the best, but I don't see myself in this relationship anymore, no matter how many efforts he's trying to put in it now. I really feel bad for what I feel toward him because I can see he is trying his best to make everything better now. He's taking me on dates every week, He's giving me presents all the time and I can see he's genuinely trying to build a future. And I know he's even looking for a ring, but I don't feel excited anymore when we talk about moving in together or getting married. If anything, I feel anxious. I don't want to break his heart, but I don't know how to approach this situation. I can't continue lying to him and acting like everything is fine, giving him hope to end up shattering his heart. I know he suspects something, but I can't get myself to tell him all of that. How do I approach the situation with him? And is our relationship worth fighting for anymore? So I guess really OP has to dig down deep and really ask themselves, are they done with this relationship? Do they see themselves with this person? Or if he did everything right from here on forward, is it still too little too late? I think the important thing here is to know if OP just doesn't want to keep going on with this relationship, They're not a bad person for it, and like most breakups, it's going to hurt. I mean, most breakups hurt. At 20 years old, there's still a lot of life to live. Our next story is, I, 22-year-old male, found out my 27-year-old male boyfriend was using me for drug money. Now, he wants me to be his friend while he goes through church and gets clean. Hello? I guess I should start by saying this has been one of the most stressful years of my life. I met my boyfriend, who I'll call K, on Snapchat. He added me out of nowhere and replied to one of my stories. He was 26 when we met. I was 21. We hit it off almost immediately. I had just come off a very bad depression and was happy to have met someone so special. Early on, he opened up to me about his mental health issues and abusive family, so our relationship became me making sure he was okay while he went through his struggles. He painted a story of how horrible his family was, claimed they'd beat him, wouldn't buy food, take his money, etc. So he'd start asking me for money, in which I'd give him because I cared. It was only small amounts, so I didn't mind. Eventually, he told me he got diagnosed with heart failure and needed medication urgently and his family wouldn't help him. So I'd give him the money to pay for his expensive heart meds. I was basically his caretaker and I never got anything from this. We never got a real date or anything because of his religious family's hold on him, so I'd settle for only seeing him for a little bit every so often. I'd drive to him and hang out for an hour before he had to rush back home. I'd bring him gifts like a new phone or his favorite stuffed animals to an expensive watch. I just wanted to make him happy. Eventually, things hit a bump, in which stuff at home became so unbearable for him from the abuse. He told me his family came in his room, threw away everything I got him, and beat him. I was so hurt and I decided to get him out of there. I worked hard and got us an apartment. He said he'd love to come with me. 
However, his family went through his phone and found out about me. They texted me saying I'm an evil sinner and going to heck and they're trying to help their son get clean off drugs. I didn't know what they were talking about and while this was happening, my boyfriend was texting me from his second phone, the one I got, telling me to ignore them. They took him to some church therapist who's a family friend and he came back refusing to come live with me and became some super religious person. I was so hurt by this we began to fight, I couldn't understand why he'd stay there. We would fight every day for a month straight and I went to therapy because I believed I was a horrible boyfriend. Eventually he opened up and said he's staying because his mom is sick and passing. I understood and let it go. Then he vanished for months. I went crazy wondering if he was okay. Every day I called and texted him asking to know if he's alright. He'd read my messages but not respond. Well, he came back after his mom died, said he regretted staying with his family, asked if I still loved him, found out I went on a date, and became very angry. He asked me for money again shortly after, and I gave it, was only 25 bucks. Well, he finally told me the truth. He told me he was an addict and he used the money I gave him on drugs. All the help I thought I was giving was enabling his addiction. He said he's turning to Jesus and the church to get clean and start a new life that he can't be with me anymore. He wants me to be his friend and support him through all this. I feel hurt. I snapped and he started guilting me and now I feel trapped. I feel like I have to be his friend. He told me he keeps pressing to God that I stay in his life, but I just wish I could forget him. I feel used and now that he's used me up, he's going to go down this Christ path while I'm left with the emotional damage. He wants me to be his friend while I watch him leave me behind? Broken? His family hates me and he now wants a wife? He's even pretending like he doesn't remember our times together because he was apparently so high that his memory is gone. He even asked me if I touched him without consent? He said his therapist thinks I may have taken advantage of him? I broke down so hard when he asked me this. Where do I go from here? I have so much financial damage from trying to help him. My emotions are destroyed and he doesn't care at all. I've had a pretty hard dating life and I don't think I want to date anyone ever again. So a million percent OP needs to get away from this person, cut them off, block their number, lock their door, change their locks if they have a key or something. This person through and through have always been a mooch off of OP and them saying I still want you to be friends and stick around with me in my life as I work through Christ. I think that's just their way of keeping you around as the bank of OP. Always ready to hand out a $20 bill at the drop of a hat and manipulate to use you however he wants. It's clearly not healthy for OP. OP seems to be kind of at their wits end and honestly they need to get away from this before it does completely turn them away from ever opening up to another person again. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.